When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Coming up on DTNS, that time Microsoft almost bought TikTok, Netflix may be in it just for the games, and Amazon did it! They announced a robot! This is the Daily Tech News for Tuesday, September 28th, 2021 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Redwood, I'm Sarah Lane. And I'm the show's producer, Roger Chank. Joining us, senior writer for CNET, Aaron Carson. Welcome back to the show, Aaron. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, thank you for joining us on a day that's mostly Amazon stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought, oh, you know, they'll have like a couple of product announcements, maybe a few things to add on at the end. Uh, get, strap in, folks. Uh, we got a lot of Amazon to talk about. Uh, we were just talking about Sarah's new discovery of gingerbread flavored almond butter on Good Day Internet. If you'd like to understand that and more, become a member at patreon.com slash DTNS. That is where you can join our top patrons like Paul Thiessen, Ali Sanjabi, and Andrew Bradley. Let's start with a few tech things you should know. WA Beta Info, the WA standing for WhatsApp, reports that WhatsApp is developing an iPad app and also the ability to link another phone to the same account. Currently, WhatsApp allows some beta testers to link an account with WhatsApp Web, WhatsApp Desktop, and Portal. With the new feature, when WhatsApp is opened on a second mobile device, the app will download all messages from the server without the main phone needing to be online. After linking a second mobile device the first time, WhatsApp will sync chat history using end-to-end -end encryption. WhatsApp is also building a feature to transfer chat history between iOS and Android devices. 1Password has partnered up with Fastmail to launch a unique email aliases for logins feature, that, which is similar to Apple's hide my email function in iCloud. Uh, there's other services like this, but this will be built into your password manager. The email aliases do not expire unless you delete them as a user. The U.S. FCC announced it will open a $1.9 billion program to reimburse ISPs for removing network equipment deemed a national security threat from Huawei and ZTE. This mostly impacts rural ISPs. The program is open for applications from October 29th through January 4th, 2022. Uh, Imager has been acquired by Media Lab, which already owns messaging apps Kick and Whisper, Lyrics Annotator Genius, and viral video ag aggregator World Star Hip Hop. Imager, which was founded in 2009 as a gift to Reddit, 
claims it has 300 million users, although in 2016, Reddit switched to hosting its own image uploads. So they gave the gift back, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> the Facebook-backed To Africa undersea internet cable was announced back in 2020 and planned to link Europe to Africa. This is being expanded to now serve the Middle East and India when it goes live in 2023. This would be the longest internet cable of its kind at 45,000 kilometers and serve up to 3 billion people. All right, let's talk about Netflix's gaming uh, strategy because apparently I'm wrong. I was fairly sure Netflix wanted to make games that extended the experience of its official video product. Properties that seem to be borne out by the first games being themed around Stranger Things. But subscribers in Spain, Italy, and Poland can now play Shooting Hoops, Teeter Up, and Card Blast. Uh, in case you're wondering, as far as I know, none of those are based on Netflix shows. Uh, you can find them in the Games tab in the Android Netflix app if you're in one of those countries. And then tapping on a game from the app takes you to a separate Play Store listing where you can download it. And then you sign in uh, and play with your Netflix login. But uh, yeah, unless these are three hot new reality shows coming from Netflix, this just looks like Netflix making games, casual games. I hadn't heard anything about this because I'm you know, not a Netflix user in Spain, Italy, or Poland. I'd be really interested if anyone's listening in any of those markets. You know, did it did it seem like there was a lot of buzz? You know, was there something when you log into Netflix that that uh, let you know anything about it other than Netflix um, uh, sort of getting the word out on its various Twitter feeds that are country specific? Because it's pretty quiet. Uh, the company seems so quiet about these rollouts, and I know it's a you know, a test of sorts, um, dipping a toe in, so to speak. Uh, but uh, I, I'm surprised that the company isn't making a bigger deal about the fact that they're testing in certain markets because companies do that all the time. Aaron, what do you make of this? Yeah, you know, one of the things that has stuck out to me about this whole kind of uh, gaming initiative is the reporting so far is that Netflix is saying that this is not going to be an additional cost to the subscription. And I think that that kind of like you were saying, Tom, maybe initially, you know, lent to some of this idea that like, yeah, maybe they're going to be focusing on content that really just complements the original series. But um, it, it seems like their, their sites are, are set wider than just that. Now, Roger, you brought up the idea that maybe these aren't indicative of their future games, that they might just be testing the distribution system with some easy-to-make casual apps or something. It, it might be they just want to test the plumbing, as it were, to yeah, make yeah. sure that the stuff can get out to, to, the, to the subscribers and that they have, you know, they have a relatively positive experience with it before they really kind of let go. It's like kind of serving up appetizers before you, you, you throw in the entrees uh, to, the, <laughs> to the diners. Yeah, I, that would be the only thing that makes sense to me, honestly, because I, I've not been convinced that Netflix wants to take on Stadia. Obviously, these are casual games. I think it's quite far from that. It's weird if they're just going to put casual games inside of Netflix. To me, that that feels like adding games to Twitter. Or, you know, like I, I know Facebook used to have a big games section and, and some of it was, was fairly popular words with friends and stuff like that. But it always felt a little odd to just just tack on a games section to something. This feels tacked on to me. Well, speaking at the Code Conference, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella told a story about that time back in August of 2020 when Microsoft almost bought TikTok. Nadella called it. Quote, the strangest thing I've ever sort of worked on. 
Nadella says that TikTok approached Microsoft looking for a security partner. Nadella was intrigued because it was a cloud-based service using sophisticated AI. Those are focuses for Microsoft. But as quickly as the opportunity arose, it disappeared, and TikTok let Microsoft know in September, just one month later, it would not indeed move forward on discussions. This is so weird. It was a weird story when we covered it. Uh, and yeah. I think it's even weirder that he, I, I guess uh, they they kind of pressed him uh, to talk about it uh, a little more, but he brought it up uh, that, that it was the strangest thing he's ever worked on. And I think it will stand as just an, a, an aberration, uh, a, a thing that was of its time uh, didn't make sense. But I thought it was interesting that he did sort of confirm what I suspected, which was the cloud aspect of it. Because people are like, why would Microsoft want TikTok? They're horrible at, at social media. And it's like, no, no, no. They they would want the back end part of it. They, they would want to be the provider of, of that uh, because it's another way to prove Azure. And he, he sort of confirmed that. Yeah, I think this is the kind of like backstory that we just live for to get like a little bit of a glimpse into this blip that was, you know, I don't know if outright dominant in the news cycle, but was a big deal last year. Yeah. You know, and at the time it was, you know, there were governmental reasons why TikTok was going to have to, you know, change its business model or get scooped up by an American company. So even though the Microsoft buying TikTok thing was very weird, it was not as I mean, it seems a lot weirder now because the the you know the the landscape of the political side of stuff has has changed somewhat or at least died down. But uh, yeah, I remember for about a week being like, "Is Microsoft going to buy TikTok? This is crazy." But yeah. indeed, it did not. Yeah, no, it it felt like it needed to be taken seriously at the time, and now it looks like no, it was never serious. Uh, so so there you go. Hey, folks, if yeah. you like uh, tech news, check out The Tech John featuring Rob Dunwood, Terrence Gaines and Stephanie Humphrey, t- taking a Humphrey taking a second look at the week's tech headlines from an African-American perspective. Uh, they are breaking down the new Microsoft Surface announcements. Uh, they've all got different use cases for it. They're talking about uh, delivery uh, rights and, and rules and labor unions and all that sort of thing. Uh, it's a great weekly supplement to your tech news go check it out the tech john t-h-e-t-e-c-h-j-a-w-n dot com subscribe now hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high volume, high speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit Anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. 
What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. All right, Amazon announced dozens of new products. Let's start with the big display. Everybody kind of knew this was coming. The Echo Show 15, a wall-mounted 15-inch 1080p smart display. Amazon says it's meant for common areas, like your living room, your kitchen, maybe a hallway that everybody uses. Like previous Echo Shows, it can play music, show weather, stream video, and control your smart home devices by voice. That's not new. However, because it's so big, half the screen is the carousel of content you would see on all Echo Shows, but the other half can show permanent widgets. So you can choose widgets like, always have my shopping list up there so I can glance at it, or my to-do list, or my calendar might be a better one, or weather. So you can just glance and see what the temp is. Uh, Your smart home controls could be up there, so you could just go tappity-tap right up on the screen. Amazon will offer some of its own widgets, as well as make an API available for developers of Echo skills. So if you use a skill on your Echo, there might be a widget coming along for that. You can also make the screen a full-screen photo viewer if you want. It's got kind of a picture-frame look to it, so that makes sense. It can do picture-in-picture with your doorbell or security camera, well, your Ring doorbell or your Ring security camera. Uh, Amazon announced that support for TikTok and Sling TV is coming to all of its smart displays as well. They already have like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime Video. The camera can recognize who's looking at it and customize the content, so that to-do list could be specific. Uh, That also includes limiting content for children. If it sees a child is asking it for something, it'll only give age-appropriate stuff. All that visual identification happens on device. It's not even shared between devices thanks to the new AZ2 Neural Edge CPU which uses four cores and 22 times as many tops, trillions of operations per second, than the AZ-1. Comes in a black frame with a white bezel. Uh, some accessories like a stand and an under cabinet mount will be available as well. Coming later this year for $250. Who wants an Echo Show 15? I kind of do. I, there's certain things about it that I think are... Uh, you know, I can't really think of the use case. For example, I have an Echo Show and I play a lot of video on it. And a wall-mounted Echo Show 15 that was in a hallway, say, seems like a sort of strange place for me to watch anything that's longer than a couple of seconds. But for all the smart home stuff, makes a lot of sense. You know, like my Nest thermostat is in a hallway, for example. So it that coupled with lots of other ways that you can, you know, quickly check your shopping list or, you know, various notifications, weather kind of stuff. I guess it just depends on your home layout. And if you want something like this in a spot that you don't already have a display of some kind. Yeah. I always kind of, you know, want the question answered of like, why is this screen that shows me widgets better than the other screens that I have that show me widgets? Um, But I think there's possibly a couple of things that it has going for it. I mean, it seems to be part of a trend from some companies like Samsung that um, are trying to build products that blend a little bit more seamlessly into the home. And I'm sure for some people having the option of, you know, putting it on a wall versus a counter might, you know, be uh, easier for their, their layouts. Yeah, and it's it's certainly not the first of its kind, uh, the, this sort of product, but it ties in a lot of things, uh, some of which are ecosystem dependent, 
So if you're in the Amazon ecosystem already with Ring security and a bunch of other echoes, it's going to be more compelling. Uh, but some of it is just, you know, being able to work with Z-Wave devices and, and smart home devices as a hub is something that with Matter coming down the road, it's you, mm-hmm. you should should theoretically be able to use all your devices with it, at least, you know, sometime next year. That's the hope. All right, let's move to the small display for small people, at least small young people. The Amazon Glow is a device that lets children make video calls. Sort of looks like a really old cell phone in a dock. Has an 8-inch display and portrait orientation for kids to see who they're talking to. And it also projects images onto a 19-inch white mat that you place in front of it so that kids can interact with it on both sides. So the adult on the other end needs the Amazon Glow app so that the kids can play games together uh, or draw or do puzzles, interact with books. There's all sorts of stuff that they can do. Amazon partnered with Disney, Mattel, Sesame Street, and Nickelodeon on a variety of items in the Glow app, which is available on Android and iPad with a Fire OS version coming soon. The Glow device can only call the Glow app. It can't directly call other Glow devices and only the contacts are able to be called that are added by parents. They also put Amazon put a physical shutter button on the right-hand side, so you can cut off the camera and the mic if you want to uh, instantaneously. It's available by invite only for $250. Comes with a year subscription to Amazon Kids Plus and a two-year warranty against breaks and spills. Amazon will also sell add-on packs for extra games not included in the subscription, and it will eventually sell for $299. So $250 now, $299 uh, uh, eventually first units will ship in October in the U S this is so weird, but it's just weird enough to like I, totally catch on. I, 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 I can't tell yet. I yeah. The, I, it's the white mat that you place in front of it thing that kind of gets me. It really depends on, again, what's your setup at home? Do you have this kind of space? Does it make sense for, uh, you know, if you, if your kid has a best friend that they're not going to be hanging out with in person that, you know, are they going to use this sort of thing with the fun kid interactive, you know, games and, and et cetera, that are available within the, within the glow app on both sides. Maybe it seems like a lot of work though. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, when, when I see a device like this, that is, um, dependent on like a, or, or has like a very specific single use that, you know, one of the questions that I always have is just like the, the content that's going to exist when it launches. And it's, you know, it seems like a, a good first step that they are partnering with, you know, Mattel and uh, Disney and some other places like that, but uh, they're going to have to kind of keep a, a pipeline up of this is the kind of device that you're going to interact with on a regular basis to make it worth it. I don't know. $300 is a lot for something that my niece is going to get bored with after two calls. And maybe within the first call, like all she ever wants to do is turn our faces into the chocolate ice cream on FaceTime, which is what she calls the poop <laughs> emoji. So like, I, I don't know. I feel like this is very well intentioned. I wonder just how it's going to work in practice. Yeah, yeah. All right, not part of this event, but also announced uh, Amazon's gaming unit released New World, a $40 MMO. Title was originally announced in 2016. Amazon's gaming unit struggled with big titles in the past. Uh, It ended development on Breakaway in 2018, killed Crucible shortly after it was released because of a poor reception, canceled its Lord of the Rings title in April. But they finally did it. Looks like New World uh, might be a hit. Eurogamer uh, says it's got half a million current players on Steam. So, uh, wow, they did it. They released a a video game that people are at least playing. Maybe they even like it. 
kind of surprising too, based on the fact that it the gaming division really seemed like ooh, <laughs> miss after miss. Yeah. Well, yeah. do they even care? It's that like kind Cody of Cody Bellinger. So. My goodness. Yeah. All right, let's move into some security products from Amazon. The Ring Always Home Cam, the little drone with a camera that flies around your house, is a real thing. Yeah, if you're not there, it's going to fly around, let you know how things are going in your house. And it's available by invite now. The drone sits in a charger with its lens blocked when it's not flying and only records video when it is flying. It can fly autonomously. It can integrate with a ring alarm system to investigate activity. You know, ring alarm says something's going on. The drone can go check it out. You can also manually send it to specific viewpoints like a door, maybe a stove. It streams and records in 1080p and it's viewable from the ring app, but... It only has a five-minute battery life, so it's not meant to continuously patrol, sort of for specific things. It has obstacle avoidance tech, but one of the reasons it's invite-only is because Amazon says it wants to test it out in a wider variety of homes. If your invite is accepted, you can buy it for $250 in the U.S. shipping later this year. Yeah, I thought they did a good job of uh, of addressing a lot of the privacy issues. Obviously, this is still an Amazon cloud service, so if you don't trust them at all, you're not going to like it. But you know, the fact that that camera is blocked, the fact that it only does five minutes at a time on the battery life, I think is a plus for a lot of people. Like this thing isn't going to accidentally just keep flying around spying on you. I wonder how it works with pets. If you've got mm. pets that are mm-hmm. free roaming, I signed up for the invite, and one of the questions it asked are, "Do you have free roaming pets?" And I said, "Yes." So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that is, that is a concern. Um, the five minutes of battery life, I, I read that and I was like, what? I mean, <laughs> you're supposed to be my security guard. Five minutes. I mean, you die. What, what if, you know, it takes me about five minutes to kind of like obsessively check things that, you know, I thought I left the stove on and w- whatever else I might do, or maybe my ring sends me a notification, you know, that there was some strange activity in the house. And so I'm, I'm really trying to be thorough about it. I mean, after five minutes. I, I mean, I guess like it can go back to its dock and, yeah, and exactly. recharge. Yeah, exactly. Charge right back up. Aaron, what do you think? You know, it was interesting. I was talking to one of my colleagues earlier, and he was kind of commenting on the approach for how Amazon is, um, you know, introducing this and rolling this out. Like today, we didn't learn a whole lot that we didn't already know. But he was sort of, you know, talking about this idea of of, of Ring just needing to be uh, sort of careful in how it puts this out there and kind of like testing the waters, engaging to see what responses. Cause you know, when this, when this was first introduced, there is, I mean, there was like a, a bevy of, you know, pieces that came out and folks just sort of expressing concerns about privacy. So um, it feels like there's a lot of uh, kind of testing of the waters happening. Yeah. Which is probably one of the reasons they're doing invite uh, for this. I mean, they also want to make sure it, it isn't crashing into ceiling fans and, and, and all of that, because apparently high speed fans is something it was having a problem with. So there's definitely, you know, minor risk in, in, in testing this, uh, for them, but they, they think they've got most of it worked out. So probably a lot of it is like, okay, let's prove that it's not a big privacy risk to people. At least that's what they hope. In less dramatic security announcements, the Ring Alarm Pro combines the security systems hub, Ring Alarm uh, security system, with an Eero Wi-Fi router. Remember, Amazon owns Eero, combining Eero into a Ring product. So local image processing, that's called Ring Edge, never gets sent to the cloud. Local storage 
for your images. You still access them from the Ring app, but Ring itself doesn't ever get them. Uh, you have them on an SD card, so you can keep them, swap out SD cards if you want. Also acts as a smart home hub for your compatible Z-Wave devices, though not Zigbee, which is odd. Also not Thread, which is what you need for Matter support, but those could be added in a software update, they said. Ring Alarm Pro costs $250 for just the base station or $300 for an eight-piece security kit. That includes the base station plus sensors, motion detector, keypad, and a range extender for Z-Wave. Pre-orders are available now in the U.S., shipping November 3rd. Ring also added a subscription package just for this device called Ring Protect Pro. $20 a month, $200 a year. That manages your local storage. One downside, you can't use that SD card storage unless you're paying for the subscription, even though it's never in the network. But you do get 24-7 internet service from the built-in LTE modem. So if your regular service goes out, this will kick in. Uh, Eero's security features are included. That's like phishing protection, stuff like that. Uh, and you get the usual cloud storage if you want it and alarm monitoring of the other Ring subscription options. You can add a Ring power pack to the hub by USB-C. And see how much these are going to cost, but they add eight hours of battery life to your smart home system. So you can daisy chain up to four of them and get a total of two days of battery life without external power. If your power goes out for two days, you'd still have alarm system protection and internet. The Ring Alarm Pro's built-in LTE connection can be used to keep your Wi-Fi working as well. They're not limiting it to just the security system. Now, keep in mind, they've got a three gigabyte cap on the data you can use in the included Ring Protect Pro subscription. They'll charge you an extra $3 per gigabyte above that. You can also designate which devices you want to have access to the emergency network. Uh, That way you might save on usage if there's a power outage. There's also a portable version of the Ring Alarm Pro for job sites that provides cellular connectivity and Wi-Fi for cameras and sensors and has a case. So you can pack it all up when the job's done. It's called the Ring's Job Site Security Kit. Uh, Everything from there can be pre-ordered at Home Depot for $400 if you want the job site version. For those with the Ring Alarm security system, you can choose to upgrade to a virtual security guard. Extra $99 a month gives you professional monitoring. This is if you can't afford an actual security guard, probably mostly for small and medium-sized businesses. Uh, But Instead of just responding to, to alarms, it responds to motion. And then the person monitoring can talk to somebody over the speaker or sound a siren or call emergency services. Ring is adding alerts specifically for packages coming to Ring Pro 2 and 2020 Ring video doorbell first and other video doorbells next year. So it can tell you not that it just saw motion, but a package was left. Uh, the Spotlight Cam battery is getting custom event alerts that you can train it on yourself. You can train it to tell if the garage door is open, for example. Uh, both features are part of a Ring Protect pr- subscription. And Amazon announced a new Blink doorbell, not Ring. Remember, they also own Blink. Blink doorbell has a 1080p camera with a two-year battery life for 50 bucks. A floodlight camera mount starts at 40 bucks, And a solar panel mount costs $130 bundled with an outdoor security camera. All the Blink devices are available for pre-order on Tuesday. Woo, lots of security stuff there. Aaron, any particular catch your eye? Well, this is something else that I was actually talking uh, to one of my colleagues about is, you know, um, the, the, you know, uh, Ring Alarm Pro has so much integrated into it. It's like got so much going on um, that it's like a really idea concept, really interesting idea conceptually. And we're very curious to get it into our like smart home uh, here in Louisville and actually test it out and see, um, yeah, just just exactly how it functions. Yeah, my only downside there was that it's not the Eero Pro. 
It's the previous version. So you're not getting the the higher speed, but they say most people don't need that. You can still add an Eero Pro if you want. Um, but it's, it's, it's intriguing. Well, you might say, gosh, Amazon announced a lot of stuff today, but we're not done. We're moving on to some other interesting products like Amazon announcing a smart thermostat in partnership with Honeywell. It can detect when you're home to adjust temperature, learn from your preferences as well. And of course, you can control it with your voice. Available for pre-order now for $60. There's also a new Halo fitness band that now comes with a screen. It's called the Halo View. It has an AMOLED color screen with haptic feedback that can display activity history workout tracking, sleep scores, blood oxygen levels, and text notifications. That sells for $80. And if you subscribe to Amazon's $80 per year Halo service, you'll soon get two new programs, Halo Fitness and Halo Nutrition. Halo Fitness offers hundreds of workouts coming later this year. All the rage and Amazon's in it too. And Nutrition offers recipes for healthy eating. That's coming in January. I mean, it's, you know, it's Fitbit Plus, Apple Health, or Apple Fitness, Apple Fitness. Uh, you know, it's, this is Amazon's version. Yeah, I, 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 I think if you're, these are the two products that I think probably will get the least excitement. The thermostat's great, but it's not above and beyond. And uh, the Halo service, I, I haven't heard a lot of buzz around it. I don't know if you're a Halo fan out there. Let us know. Uh, but maybe this gets more people into into the system by by offering uh, a, a nicer a nicer wearable with the screen and and a few more services. Feels like Amazon's got some work before they catch up with the Fitbits and the Apple Watches of the world. Yeah. Amazon also announced a few new features for its voice assistant across its platforms. You'll be able to train it to detect custom sounds. This is similar to its ability to detect glass breaking, but you can train it. So it's not just glass breaking. Uh, You can say uh, detect dogs barking or something. You provide the device or app with six to ten samples so it can learn what that noise is. Training happens in the cloud, but detection will happen on device. So if you were to train it, on something bad happening, you'd have to make the bad thing happen, which I think is a little odd. So I'm not sure exactly what this is going to be used for. Custom sound event detection coming next year. By the end of this year, Amazon's voice assistant will be able to learn your preferences better. You can specifically train it by saying, learn my preferences, and it'll do some stuff for you. But it'll also try to remember what skills you associate with a particular request and then keep using that skill. I would love it if I didn't have to say, tell our groceries to add something to the shopping list, because if I don't do that. It adds it to the Amazon shopping list, and I never look at that. Uh, however, they're going to start that preference learning with weather apps, then move it to other skills. Also, Amazon will include a Disney voice assistant that you can activate by saying, hey, Disney. Disney will offer interactive stories, games, and other services featuring characters from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and more. And devices that come with the older AZ1 Neural Edge processor, but that is a more recent processor, and it's not in their older devices, will let users choose to have their voice commands processed on device and then be automatically deleted. If you're like, I don't want them to ever be on an Amazon server, you can choose that. The fourth gen Echo and Echo Show 10 are the first devices that will get that feature with more devices to get it in the future. Who's excited about the new voice assistant features? Aaron? Well, so, Sarah, so the Sarah? Disney voice assistant is... It's only for Disney-related interactivity. You can't just be like, I want Mickey Mouse to be my new right. It's not a voice. voice. It's a yeah. Disney skill that you can use. Yeah. And then the, when it reacts to the skill, it might have R2-D2 beeping at you or something. But yeah. Sure. I mean, 
I don't know. You know, that old certainly it can do appeal some to of the, some like, folks. Tell me the hey, Disney, tell me the weather. And then Chewbacca tells you the weather. And you're like, I don't speak Chewbacca. And then you're really confused, I guess. That might happen. <laughs> I, would just, I would do that daily just for <laughs> giggles. Oh, again? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What do you think? It, what do you think the weather is? It could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Anything on the, these, Aaron? Um, you know, the only thing I was going to say as far as like the, the kind of custom alerts um, could have some potential for accessibility. You know, if, um, for example, if there's like a, you know, somebody rings the doorbell, um, you know, maybe a custom alert might, uh, you know, tell someone who perhaps has uh, hearing issues that there's somebody at the door by, you know, turning on a specific light or notification or something like that. So, um, yeah, maybe there could be some, some good uses there. And going along with that thought, uh, Amazon announced it will replace its free Alexa Care Hub with a $20 a month expanded service called Alexa Together. The service is meant for caregivers to use with a family member who needs assistance. Uh, so, you know, often it's used for seniors or people who, who need a little extra care. Offers a feed of voice interactions, the ability to help manage things for them, like uh, their reminders, shopping list, and music services without having to have access to the device. You can do it through the app. Offers a fast way for you to get in touch with each other or or to get in touch with an emergency helpline for them. It's compatible with fall detection from ATS and Viar as well. And when it's available later this year, new subscribers will get it for six months free. And if you're an existing CareHub dis- uh, subscriber who got it for free, you'll still get the uh, the new Together service for free for a year. But then it will cost $20 a month after that. Well, we did get a robot from Amazon. We it looked we kind of bleak last week. Looked kind of bleak, but Amazon came through. Our new Amazon robot is named Astro. It's a smart display on wheels, has a periscope camera that can expand its field of view. It can detect sounds like breaking glass. It can also detect smoke. And if you have Ring Protect as a subscription, it can also patrol your home while you're away. So it's kind of your companion when you're home, but it can also kind of be your eyes and ears when you're not home. If you're on a video call, it can follow you around the house or play music that never is too far away from you with its speakers. It does Amazon's visual ID so it can deliver messages or even things to people. If you drop a beer in the cargo bin and say, take this to Aaron, it would recognize Aaron and then she could get the beer because... It was for her. A do not disturb mode limits how much it can move. And you can also set out of bound zones that it won't enter. It's designed to be on one floor. So, you know, at the top of stairs, so it doesn't go tumbling, that sort of thing. Astro will be available in limited quantities later this year at an introductory price of $1,000, eventually selling for $1,500. So that introductory price is quite a bit less pricey uh, than the eventual price. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting that I, I was reading a, the, everybody covered the, the Astro robot this morning, but I was reading the Verge article on, on the Astro and in a, in a couple places it said, and like the Roomba, it can, you know, kind of make a map of your home and like the Roomba, it can, it can get itself back to its, um, charging station when, you know, it's done doing its thing or when it needs to charge up. And I kind of I know that the design would have to be completely different for this to be the case, but why isn't it also a vacuum? That would be like the killer robots, because you wouldn't always have to be vacuuming something. But like I have a Roomba, and having a Roomba and an Astro sounds crazy, but having two in one makes so much more sense. Oh, you know the next product is going to be called Rosie, and have that, right? 
I wish it was already that. The jet, the Jetsons. Then I would really want will it. Go forward. They can't even do it under a thousand dollars without a vacuum, though. So, like, you gotta. I know. Gotta give them some time uh, to bring that price down. I signed up uh, to to maybe get invited to this as well. Just because I want to see, I just want to see what this thing does. I want to see what my dogs do to it. Uh, I want to, I want to find out what it's good for. This feels like the kind of thing where it's not obvious what it might be good for, and it might not be good for anything. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm curious. I, the way I was with the Echo when the Echo came out, nobody could tell what it was good for, and I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's good for something, uh, and it's it's become Amazon's dominant product. They dominate that space. So, I'm not saying they'll dominate yeah. robots, but. This this will be interesting to watch. Aaron, do you want an Astro robot? You know, I had kind of the same question as Tom earlier. I was like, I'm going to have to talk to my cat about that. I don't know how she would feel. And I've already got her following me around. Um, but yeah, it's an, another cute robot out there. Um, but yeah, I did think it was kind of uh, notable that this one seems like it'll it'll you know be more available. A lot of times when we see robots, they are either just like incredibly incredibly expensive or their concepts so we'll uh hopefully have the chance to see this in in the wild a little sooner as pricey as it is it's relatively cheap compared to other robots that's for sure yeah i already have a velcro dog i just can't imagine being like okay okay (laughs) i went into the bathroom you're following me with the music that i'm playing now i gotta step over you because you 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 could stop it from doing that i i I don't think i know i know voluntarily you like force (laughs) itself upon you (laughs) yeah it's like the mandatory new best friend in my home i don't know i yeah if, if you if you if you want the Astro, if you're going to try your hardest to get the Astro, if you if you don't, anything that we talked about, Amazon clearly announced a large slew of products. Uh, do send us feedback. Feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We also want to shout out Carl Heath. Very special thanks to you, Carl. You're one of your our li- lifetime top supporters for DTNS, and we couldn't do without you. Thank you all for all the years of support, Carl. Also, thanks to Aaron Carson for being with us today. A big old Amazon dump news day, but I had a lot of other stuff, and it was great to have you, Aaron. Uh, where can people keep up with your work? I'm always at CNET.com, and on Twitter, you can find me at, at Aaron Carson. Excellent. Well, we are live on this show Monday through Friday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. That's 2030 UTC, and you can find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. We are back tomorrow with Scott Johnson. Talk to you then. show is part of the frog pants network get more at frogpants.com diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program <laughs> even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, 
and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.